In difficult days and facing dire circumstances, it is always good to remind ourselves that God is greater than all. Scott Pauley is examining the miracles of Jesus recorded for us in God's Word. Our hope is that the message in these miracles will become real in your life. Christ is enough. Let's open our Bibles and join the study now. We all have problems, and at times we all have questions. The danger is that we get fixated on the problems and the questions, and we miss the Lord. Don't miss the Lord. We turn our attention today to John chapter number 9, to the only record of this particular miracle that's found in Scripture. It is our Lord's healing of a man that was blind from his birth. Let's read just a few verses at the opening of John 9. The Bible says, And as Jesus passed by, aren't you glad Jesus passes by? The Lord draws near. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And Jesus answered, Neither hath this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And when he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with a clay, and said unto him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. He went his way therefore and washed and came seeing. I say again, it's easy to get fixated on the, the problems that people deal with. This man's dealing with blindness, which in that culture uh, was a terrible, terrible life. He was an outcast. He was one of the untouchables. He was a beggar, no doubt. It's easy to get fixated on that part of the story or get fixated on the questions of how did he get this way, why is he this way, and miss the Lord but John 9 is all about the Lord revealing to this man, to the disciples, and to us his great purpose. You see, in the context of this miracle, we find this message about Christ being the light of the world. You see, you see the interesting symbolism here. Here's a man sitting in darkness, and the Lord's going to open his eyes. It's a beautiful picture of what our Lord Jesus came to do for all people. You see, we've all been blinded by sin and only Christ, who is the light of the world, can open our understanding. In fact, in the previous chapter, John chapter 8, verse number 12, Jesus had just said these words, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. And then immediately in John chapter 9, he repeats this principle about being the light of the world, and he uses a miracle both to open this man's eyes, and I believe, to seek to open the understanding of these disciples. Don't miss the Lord. What do we learn about our Lord? So many wonderful things. First of all, notice the Lord's sight. I think there's a little play on words in verse number one because here's a man blind from his birth, and the Bible plainly says Jesus saw him. You see the emphasis here, not on the man's sight, but on the Lord's sight. I don't know what kind of vision you have. I have glasses on at this moment to try to help me see and uh, the eyes get worse with age. Many of you know exactly what I'm talking about. But aren't you glad our Lord sees perfectly? 
The Lord sees the end from the beginning. The Lord sees beneath the surface. He has perfect sight. Think of this. When the man could not see Jesus, Jesus had his eye on him. And friends, when you can't see the Lord, when you can't see what God is doing or how something's going to turn out, just remember this. The Lord has really good sight, and I'm glad to report to you today he has his eye on you. Don't miss the Lord. We see not only the Lord's sight, but notice the Lord's tenderness, his love, his compassion. These disciples spoke, I think, almost with disdain. Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Isn't that just like us to think we always have the answers? And by the way, the answer is always that somebody else has done wrong. This reminds me a lot of Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar, Job's three friends. Remember, all they could say to Job was, if something bad has happened to you, that must mean you did something bad. And Jesus shocked these disciples and said, neither. Uh, you're wrong on both counts. It's not this man's sin or his parents' sin. Now, we all understand that every bad thing, every disease and death itself is a result in some way of fallen humanity and the effects of sin on our planet, on our lives. But what Jesus was saying is you can't attribute this man's blindness to some terrible thing he or his parents did. You see, we want to oversimplify things, don't we? We want to to read into everything. But do you see the Lord's gentleness? He said, no, I've allowed this so that the works of God should be made manifest in him. Oh, this is wonderful. It's not for some bad purpose that God allows certain things. It's for God's good purpose. It's not just so we're miserable that we have problems. No, the Lord sometimes allows problems to come so that in that problem the Lord can prove himself, so that in that God can work and move in a mighty way. So maybe others are accusing today. Maybe they're asking cynical questions and snide remarks are being said, but just remember this. Jesus knows the one who sees you loves you, and he speaks of you and thinks of you with tenderness and with gentleness. Oh, what a wonderful Savior we have. But then I must hasten to show you not only the Lord's sight and, and the Lord's love, but notice the Lord's way. Yes, he made clay of the spittle. Yes, he anointed the eyes of the blind man, but don't miss this. The man was not healed. His eyes were not open until he obeyed the Lord. The Bible says in verse 7 that Jesus said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam. Uh, Siloam literally means sent. So here is Jesus sending this man And the Bible says he went his way, therefore, and washed and came seeing. Don't miss this. The power of God was not released. The miracle was not performed. And the sight was not restored until this man did what Jesus told him to do. This is the Lord's way. You know, there's a whole lot of people sitting around hoping things will get better, even praying that things will get better. There's a whole lot of people wishing that Jesus would just speak a word and change everything. Many of those people are not willing to simply obey God. I wonder, are you willing to obey God? In the Old Testament, it was when the priest's feet hit the water that the waters parted. Uh, In the New Testament, it was when Peter got out of the boat that the Lord enabled him to walk on the water. It was as the disciples kept coming back to Jesus for more bread that the Lord kept breaking the bread. It was as the widow woman kept going to the barrel that the Lord's supply was replenished constantly. And yes, 
It was as this blind man obeyed God and went his way and washed like Jesus told him to at the pool of Siloam, that sight was restored. You see, we're not studying the miracles of Jesus just to say, well, I hope things get better and I hope the Lord will perform a miracle. We're studying the miracles of Jesus to be reminded that the Lord wants us to cooperate with him and the Lord wants us to obey his commands in our life. Dear listener, the Lord sees you today. The Lord knows you and the Lord loves you. But the Lord's also speaking to you. What is it the Lord's telling you to do today? Would you be willing to believe God? Would you be willing to obey God just to do exactly what the Lord sends you to do? And as you do that, you will see the miracle-working power of Christ at work in your life. Believe and obey the Lord, and you will discover, as this blind man and so many others have, that Christ is enough. What an encouragement to know that regardless of the situation, we can trust the Lord Jesus. You can find a Bible reading schedule through the Miracles of Jesus and many additional study resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Visit us online today and let us know that you're listening. We are very grateful that you are making this journey with us through God's Word. Until next time, remember this, Christ is enough.